It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, party people? It is Headspace with Dr. Mike. Yet another episode. I think we're in episode five of season two. What's happening, everybody? I want to give a big shout out to Elevation Global Media Group. Uh, thank you so much for just uh, partnering with us and uh, just being great uh, folk and just uh, really making sure you take care of us. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in on our live show uh, that airs every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, or uh, also those of you who are listening in on our podcast that airs literally around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Look here. I'm I'm just honored that I have our host for today. Uh, we have a co-host for today. We have Crystal. What's up, Crystal? Hey! With that Kansas City barbecue. Kansas City yes. barbecue. And then we got Christy. Queen, what's up? What's up? What's it's, up? That's his eye. That is her. <laughs> Y'all, it is so always it's always good to see you. You are always a highlight uh to my Saturday. Uh, want to give a shout out to my boo and her family. Um during this time, they are uh going through uh another loss in the family. Chavela's grandmother uh passed away, and so I just want to let Chavela as well as the rest of the family know I love you all. And I'm praying with you as you all are um, honoring the long life of a great woman. And uh, definitely know that you're in our thoughts and prayers. We also have another treat for today. And so we're going to go ahead and bring her to the stage as well. We have Ms. Kimberly Fanoy. How are you, my friend? I'm wonderful. How are all of you? Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So Good Thank you for being willing to hang out with us all today. Absolutely. And uh, Kim and I go, Kim and I go way back. And yeah. uh, you know, we may even have to see if she and uh Christy can sing us a little song. Not really. We're not going to <laughs> he tried it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is good for a bus. He will throw you under the bus. Wow. I will. Okay, my pony. You know, as soon as she popped up there, I was thinking about little shop of horrors. As we go uptown, Kim, resist. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know Mike is Do y'all remember this word we used to say in high school? Breeze. Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just breeze on by that. How about that? <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. And you know what, y'all? A lot has I been know. happening, y'all. Our thoughts and prayers are out there. Good morning, Shavela. Thank you so much, Boo. Love Good you. Good morning, Shavela. Um, y'all, Ukraine, Russia, the frick? Like, what? What the word? I mean, like, seriously, like, what is really going on? Like, and no one can still, no one can explain to me yet what, why? Why? Like, what? What? I mean, just why? And we're like stuck. Like, we're stuck. We. If we get involved with it, it's World War Three. Like it's my goodness. Go ahead, Christy. Okay, so 
I know we've been talking about Ukraine for the past few weeks because the build up, I mean, really since we started the season, yeah, it started building up, you know, strongly then. So I cannot recall if we talked, if we talked about this last week, but the issues with the African-Americans and the Africans at the border, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm feeling some type, type of way yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay. So, so number A, yes, number <laughs> A, number A, Nate, uh, Ukraine is not a part of NATO. They're not part of the what? NATO. They're not NATO and they're not a part of the Euro European Union. That's number A. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number B, you're not letting my brothers and sisters cross into Poland and to the other uh, neighboring countries because they are African Americans or Africans. Africans. I'm, I'm having so 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 me. I'm in the U.S. of A. And I'm, I guess, expected to be in support of a country that's not even allowing for my brothers and sisters to cross safely into right. another country. And you're not in NATO? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to pause there. Yeah. No, I, and I appreciate what you were saying, Christy, because, uh, yes, there are reports. There were reports, right? And, and we had to be careful because, you know, Russia is good for sending misinformation. As a matter of fact, it's been very fascinating because the whole idea of fake news was a Russian thing, believe it or sure. not, before it became, before it became um, popular here um, under the old administration. Um, so that, that's a big thing. And right now, from what I'm hearing in Russia, um, all social media has been shut down. Um, they've shut down certain um, media outlets as if you're not necessarily in favor of the war or speaking favorably of the war. Matter of fact, I don't even think you're allowed to call it a war. They're calling it a security uh, whatever, whatever have you. Um, and so we always have to be mindful of anything that comes out. We've recognized that part of their game plan is to like kind of cause confusion, which they've done a great job of. However, we've gotten real accounts now of folk. You know, Ukraine was uh, notorious for getting a lot of students, particularly from Africa, to come and study there. They actually, part of their um, their thing was to encourage folk to actually come and study there because apparently Ukraine has awesome, um, you know, has great education opportunities. And what was happening was at the borders, uh, they were trying to get through and the folk wouldn't even let them get through the border. They said that you have to be a Ukrainian national first and then they were making them stay. And so all of a sudden the different um, embassies had to get involved. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's problematic. And they were saying that they wanted them to stay and fight. So that... <laughs> You want me to stay and fight? Oh, that, that that's stay right. And fight your war or yeah. your situation, security, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. So now you're saying you want me to fight and you're not even honoring the fact that I'm a I'm a human being that needs to that has a valuable life. Yeah. And, and, and let me be clear. I you know, I, I have to be I have to tell the whole truth. It's not just African Americans and Africans that were having difficulty. Black and brown. Them. It was it was black and brown. Mm -hmm. Black and brown, Asian, mm -hmm. Asian Americans, mm -hmm. Asians, they weren't able to get across either. So I, mean, I want to make sure oh, I tell the whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just about, yep, no, mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. Yeah, if you had some, if you had a little bit of a hue with some melanin in it, it caused some issues. And that's, that's problematic. And that goes to show that that spirit of white supremacy is still real, right? And we got to call it what it is, right? That that is that is what it is. It's, it's that 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 spirit, and it's there. Um, so we have to really be mindful of that. Still praying about the whole situation. Um, 
but folk, y'all got you got to do right. You got to do right. And we've seen through history when you don't treat all of God's children right, other things happen, right? So we definitely gotta um we gotta be 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 prayer about that. So have y'all caught the SAG Awards? Uh, the, the, the well, the award season has started. It's upon us, right? My wife loves like matter of fact. Before when we met, she told me that one of her like favorite things to do was to put on like a ball gown and like watch the 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 Oscars. Like that was her thing. And I always said that I'm gonna like figure out a way to throw an Oscars party for her, but it just never works out. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure that out. So Christy Kim and Crystal, y'all gonna have to help me uh, help me figure that out sometime. But one of the things that we saw was um, finally. Um, Will Smith is getting that respect. He got some respect on his name, right? Uh, he got uh, the the SAG Award for his role as um, King in King James as the father of Venus and Serena, and uh, I think that's incredible. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts, Kimberly? Kimberly, King, what's your King Richard. King Richard. King Richard. <laughs> what I say? What I call it? King James. <laughs> You went to the word. You went to the word. You got the word on your mind. Right. <laughs> King Richard. I don't know what that was about. Yep, King Richard. Yep. It's all good. You got the word on your mind, and that's all right. You did there your baby devotion today. <laughs> no, I think that that is awesome. Um, Will Smith has has definitely had a lot of skin in the game. He he is definitely deserving of um, every award and every accolade. Um, he's very very talented, um, and I'm happy to see it. Mm -hmm. I am happy to see it. But there was a little bit of controversy um, at the red carpet. What happened at the red carpet? Oh, you know what? I tell you what, we got it. Hey, Crystal, can you go ahead and play the video? Because we, we got to see what happened on the red carpet. Because this this was a mess. This was a Get ready. Mess. I'm not ready, but we're going to get ready. Because we have the one and only Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Girl. <laughs> I, we have to start with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. No, no, no. Girl, you look insanely amazing. I love the I love the hair. What story are you telling us with this incredible ensemble tonight? Well, you know, it's vintage. Um, it's something I bought a while ago. Vintage. Do you know it's Gareth Pugh? Yes. So um, had it in the closet, and I was like, you know what? I think girl is ready for the SAG Awards. So pulled it out. This is the kind of girl she is. It's just ha it's in the closet, just hanging up. Just respect. Just let me just take this out. Match is beautiful. And now, what is the story you're telling us, Mr. Smith? With this, I love the um, double-breasted vest. And my, yeah, you know, it's just a little something I threw together. You know. <laughs> My, my thing is, I take a shower and I wear what's on the bed when I get out. <laughs> so who put this on the bed, honey? Who put this on the bed? He has a very good stylist. Very good stylist, yeah, yeah for this. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, we have to talk about the film. King Richard, you are so amazing in this. This film is so beautiful. I cried. I am a, the only sport I follow is tennis, and I am a super fan of the Williams sisters. Venus is here, you know that, right? I did not know Venus was here. I've met Serena, but I've never met Venus. So you said you were super nervous about them seeing the film. They obviously consulted, and you heard that they cried throughout the film. Did that make you cry? You know, it, it is 
when you're telling a story of someone's life, it is a deep responsibility because, you know, at my level, when I put something out in the world, people take it as the truth, you know? So if the family didn't like it, didn't believe it, it, as an artist, that is devastating. So when I heard that they were watching it, that was like the worst two hours of my life. Ah! <laughs> um, but they called immediately and they said that they both cried and they felt honored. And for me, it was uh, the, uh, everything else after that is, is icing on the cake. Amen. It's a beautiful, inspiring story. You're incredible. As evidenced by all the nominations. <laughs> Fingers crossed, this will hopefully be your year. We love you. Thank you for all the years of joy you've brought us. Thank you. We can't wait for more Red Table Talk and more, more entanglements. And <laughs> no more entanglements. No more entanglements. So it was a great, it was a great interview, right? Until the very, it goes to show you how um, in, in my communications classes, I always teach about um, different types of term of um, credibility, right? You have the, the 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 credibility before you get up and speak. You have credibility while you're speaking. Then you have post, you know, the term termination credibility, right? Terminal credibility. And it was like it was a great interview up until that last like what three seconds. What was that? So let me say, I was I've watched this. Um interview a few times and I, I this time I watched it with a more critical eye and you can tell she Laverne should have just stopped talking you know how you don't know what to say so you keep on rambling mm -hmm. and I think she began to just circle down the drain and she was trying to end it but couldn't keep her mouth closed and so that's how it ended up going to a place where uh, it shouldn't have gone now my opinion about this is it was not a good note to end on. She could have left that out. It's old news at this point, so why bring it back up? But at the same time, Jada put herself out there with that information, and so it's it's gonna all she will always be the woman who created entanglement. Okay, that's not even is entanglement a real? I mean, it's not even associated with relationships until now. So yeah. she just made a whole. Mm -hmm. It's a new thing. She created that buzzword. So, um, and, and again, as you said, Christy, she put it out there. So it's going to travel with her wherever she goes, because now when you hear her name, that's the first word that you think about. Yeah. So I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think she was trying to be malicious. Um, I just think, as Christy said, she got to talking and whenever Jada speaks, that's the first thing. Now, Jada is gorgeous. So that might be the first thing you see. But the first thing you actually think about is entanglements. So I think that's just part of being a celebrity. When you put your business out there, it wasn't like somebody else put it out there. They put it out there. So it's a topic that they have to be prepared. It's going to come up. And I think people need to stop being scared that because I, I know I saw Vivica Fox mentioning about, um, you know, how powerful they are and, you, you know, and you should not um, try to step on their toes and um you know they, they put this information out there about themselves so they have to be prepared for people to be able to talk about it and i think people should not be scared to bring up topics uh you know that 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 people have made big themselves um so i don't think she was trying to be malicious i wasn't mad at it but she she could have ended it there because it was a night about will um not necessarily about jada's yeah. 
um, extracurricular activities, right. <laughs> um, you know, but, but I don't think she was intentionally trying to be malicious. And Shavella said, she said in the comments, she said she ran out of compliments. And I think we all agree that, that, yeah, like Christy, great, great point, all, all great points. And I think that that's a good lesson for all of us to really pay attention to what, what, dare I say, what energy you put out there, right? You yeah. put this thing out there and understand that it will come back. It could come back and it comes back in different ways. And so, um, needless to say, um, I have talk a, oh, go oh, ahead, Crystal, what you got to say? say one, one thing though, like that may be kind of, a, I'm gonna play like devil's advocate here for five seconds. But if you think about it another way, it could have been a producer's, you know, they wear those things in their ear. Right and he could have been saying, say something about the entanglements or, you know, whoever may have said it. And so then she just said it, you know, going with whatever the producers wanted her to say. That is true. I do know that they um they always have those little earpieces and the producers are constantly talking to them. So that could also be a thing as well. Which is well, why it came out awkward because it may not have been something that she wanted to say in the first place, you know, like. Oh, Will and Jada, they played it off well too, though. They, they like, did, they did. Oh, they know how to play it off, honey. <laughs> they know, they know how to be They've been political. playing it off for years. Yeah, yeah, they know how to be political, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a quick break, Crystal, and then we're going to come back with uh, my heads up. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit him up at G Walt Services on Instagram. Remember, G Walt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So when Sherella first moved uh, to Baltimore, boy, Sherella, I've been talking about you. You are on my mind. Uh, when she first moved to Baltimore, one of the things she always would com comment about is how you could be going to a certain place and there's like several different ways to get there. Like, it's just like, there's different options of how to get somewhere. And it always comes in handy in a place like here, like Baltimore, because, you know, you never know what traffic's going to do. Um, you never know what part of town you're going to be in. There's always just different routes. Cause, and I'll be honest with you in Ohio, like it's very, like you going to one place, there's really only one or two ways to get there. And, and so with that, one of the things that was happening, I was driving just the other night. As a matter of fact, I was dropping her off at the airport. And I was just thinking about, man, this is a different way than that we usually go to the airport. But it was just a different way. And I was just thinking about how at the end of the day, there are different roads that lead to there, right? And so today for my heads up, I want to talk about the road to there, right? The road to there. I was having a conversation with a good friend just last night, and he was concerned about how his current, he was concerned about his current career trajectory. Uh, he was, he's okay with what he's currently doing, but he's worried that he's not really um, heading in the right direction for what it is eventually God's going to have him end on or land on or be the thing that is going to be the thing that he does. And his thought is that he just wish he could know what it is that God wants him to do. So that way he's not wasting his life or wasting his time doing other things. And, you know, at first, that sounds pretty reasonable. Like when you really think about it, like, you know, I, I really, you think about all the time that, you know, when you just think about how there's 168 hours in a week and when you start doing an inventory of your time and how we have a tendency to kind of waste time, right? 
And um, you start looking back over your life, especially as you start. I know for me, as I as I'm in, you know, heading towards the middle of my 40s, I'm starting to really think about, all right, what am I spending my time doing? Where is it that I'm heading? What is it I'm doing? But one of the things I, I, I want to throw out there and I threw it out to him was how do you know that the things you're doing now are not in any way connected to the future plans that God has for you? Um, I'll be honest with you. I battled with that myself, you know, but time to time, God allows me to see that I've been on the right road to get where I'm supposed to get to. Um, and just recognizing that there is always a road to there. Why? Because Jeremiah 29, 11 really speaks to this. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Um, one of the things I love about that that verse is a, a lot of things, but one of the things that when you actually hear that word plans um, is that word plans is actually translated thoughts. And it carries the idea that God has already taken time to think about what it is that he's going to do for you. And, and, and for those of you that may even be wondering about that, I want you to go all the way back to the book of Genesis. And when it talks about how man was made, that God actually bent over in the dirt and actually put the clay of the earth together to form man. And what actually made man become a man was he breathed his life into it. And so when you start thinking about the fact that God has actually, that's why I get upset with some folk who, and I get it if I have some listeners who aren't quite there on understanding that there is a God. I do believe there's a God. And I believe that we can just start with looking at ourselves, how God intricately made each and every one of us. We are designers original. We are couture. You know, we're talking about uh, the, the 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 award season. We're couture, right? He actually made us. Like when you think about how each and every one of us have individual fingerprints that no other person has, how each and every one of us have these different pieces that make us what we are. And so the very fact that God has intricately set aside and made us, he has a plan for us. He's breathed his life into us. He's put his DNA in us, which means that he's not going to set us up for failure. Why? Because his reputation, ooh, that that I didn't I want I'm not supposed to preach for these things, but his reputation is at stake. And so therefore, start thinking about the fact he says, my plans for you are not um, to harm you. The plans of welfare, that word welfare, the plans for welfare is a word that talks about peace and completeness. Um, it's a word that talks about health and prosperity. God has a plan for us that is complete. Right. There's nothing missing. There's, there's no peace that's broken. While right now you may not necessarily feel as if you have the complete picture, no, he has the complete picture. And so therefore, yes, 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 right now it may seem like I'm going off the beaten path, but, but understand that this road to there is definitely in his plan. It's a part of his scheme. And there's definitely some things that you're going to be able to look back and say, you know what? I didn't see it then, but I now see it now. And that's my heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. So while we're talking about there, so, and I know everybody hasn't been fully caught up on this, but uh, we've talked about, there's a TV show um, on Netflix called Love is Blind. 
And for those that have not caught up with it, you need to catch up with season two. Kim, have you uh, watched Love is Blind? Or I know, I know <laughs> you're a little busy. I have not watched Love is, Love is Blind. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, so here's the thing. Love is Blind is one of these TV shows where basically, I think we talked about it a little bit last time, you have um, folks who are put in these these rooms, these pods, and the only thing that they have to base on for the person on the other side is their voice. And they develop a relationship with this person in a few days. And they actually, some of them propose to the person who's up on the other side with sight unseen. And then they have a reveal. And then what happens is the next part of it is they go to Mexico and kind of get to know each other. And then the last piece is they live, they live with each other for a few weeks until they actually have a wedding. And at the wedding, they actually have an opportunity to say they I do. And they may say, I do, I don't. And so um, this is the second season of it. Um, I, am ple- I am pleased with the two couples that actually made it through. However, I'm going to tell you something. There's something that really just bothers me. And it bothers me because, and this is me, and that's why I'm throwing, I'm throwing this out there for conversation. Do you think that society has kind of belittled the concept of marriage and what marriage is supposed to be. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I'm curious to see what y'all's thoughts are on that. I mean, just recently uh, we found out that Kim Kardashian is is declared officially declared single. And I'm confused about that because I mean, what's, I didn't know there was anything else besides having an official divorce, but apparently what does that mean, Crystal, that she's declared single, but what, what, what does that mean? Well, it's like that portion of the divorce is like they bifurcated her divorce. So they separated into two different parts. So the so now she's legally single and she got her name restored back to Kim Kardashian. She took the list off. And so that but part the divorce isn't final. No, the divorce isn't final. So they still have to discuss like the custody and the financials still have to be completed. So the business side of the divorce. Mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. All right. What are you thinking? What are y'all thinking, ladies? And I'm looking at Christy and Kim because, I mean, they're they're both happily married, just like myself. What are y'all's thoughts on this? Like, am I off the beaten path? What what, what am I, what's going on here? Well, I'm a little torn here because I didn't, I, are we talking about Love is Blind at all or are we just going to the whole marriage piece? I think we're doing a little bit of both. I mean, I think I'm just talking about Love is Blind kind of catapulted me into this. This Okay, this so maybe go back God. into the whole actual Love is Blind conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Ahead. So, yes, I mean, I am still, I guess many probably would think I'm still a newbie in this marriage game. I've been married for four years. Um, I, I don't think, I do think that these reality shows and people in general, our society in general, downplay the work and the seriousness i mean marriage is literally ordained by god that's my belief okay and Mm -hmm. so it's nothing to play with and you have to be in it for the right reasons and it's work so if you're not willing to work and i've only been doing it for four years okay so i'm not even talking about kim and mike who've been doing it they they hold it down but um double digits double digits exactly i'm not there yet (laughs) <laughs> um, you'll, get there. you'll get um, there but it's, it's hard it's hard work and i think we trivialize and minimize the seriousness of what it actually the seriousness of the the bond the union mm-hmm. and then what its actual purpose is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'll i'll stop there 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you thinking, Kim? I mean, I think Hollywood, celebrities, reality shows. I, I mean, a lot of it, I think, is for show. They don't really get into the meats and guts of what it takes to, you know, sustain a, a marriage, you know. And I think a lot of it, especially when we're talking about, you know, the Kardashians, you know, their their life is on full display. And I think a lot of it is about image sometimes with them um, and not about Christ. So um, I think think if you have God as a center of your marriage, um, it, it will help your you to have longevity. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the 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 spiritual side of some of the celebrities are. And that, I mean, I know Kanye, I, I believe Kanye does have a spiritual side, but I also think he's got some other things going on, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but um, you definitely have to have the right, right foundation um, in order to have double digits long lasting. And I just think people give up real easily, you know, these days. I just don't know that they find the value. They 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 treat it like it's a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and if you understand that you made this vow with God, uh, that will help get you through some of the moments when you uh, may be feeling like, um, what did I do? <laughs> or, you know what? I love him, but I don't like him today. But Jesus is going to get me through this. <laughs> you know, so um, you just have to have the right foundation because, you know, marriage is not always going to be perfect. Um, but I always say as long as the good outweighs the bad, it's worth it. But it definitely takes work. And I just think a lot of people don't want to put in the work and the effort. They want the title, but they have no idea, you know, what it takes to, you know, sustain a loving, happy, blessed marriage. Yeah. So Crystal, and I I don't want to keep you out of this conversation. I'm not asking this just so we can throw you into it, but I do appreciate your voice as a person who's not married yet, but we believe in God that that's going to happen. But like, okay. <laughs> what is your perspective from a person who watches these shows or, you know, your, what, what, what is your perspective of this? Like, as you're watching this, what, what is it? Is it is it encouraging you to want to get married? Is it something that's kind of discouraging you? What 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 are some thoughts that are happening with you? Well, I was blessed because my parents were married for 50 years before my mm-hmm. mom passed. Mm-hmm. So I've seen what marriage is, and I know it's not like lollipops and gumdrops every day, you know. Mm-hmm. So coming from that perspective, um, and then like almost all my friends are married, um, and seeing like their relationships and things, I think like shows like this. Um, like Kim says, it's, it's Hollywood. Like it's sensationalized, and it's like fantasy. It's like Disney on steroids. Grown up Disney, you know. And so it um, it caters to a person's fantasy of oh, I want to be married. Oh, I want to have the wedding. Oh, you know, like these little temporal things and the the feel good moments of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it highlights because the person gives you the ring. Oh, it's like all this mystery about, oh, what does he look like, you know, and all this stuff. And so then you get to tell your parents. And if you and one thing is you can tell that when they tell their parents, the parents are mostly serious. Like even if they've been divorced or whatever, they'd be like, mm, ain't nothing to play around with, you know, but they're still like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like we've rolled that roller coaster. You're in line, but we've been on it. So we know what's coming ahead, you know? So uh, I think that like they they catch a lot of the single people in a vulnerable moment because 
many of them um, were a little older, so they've been single for a long time. Rather, it was they dating the whole time, or they didn't. And then some of the ones that have been single for like maybe two or three years, then you start to get nervous. You start to get anxious. Like, oh, I haven't been on a date. I haven't, you know, no one really likes me seriously. Like, I've gone out, but I haven't had anything um, come from that, you know? So I think that they're catching these people, like I said, at vulnerable times and then putting them in an environment where it's like, oh, the possibility is still there. Oh, I had the hope of getting married, you know? And so, I don't know. It, I, I almost feel like it's a setup. Because yeah, no, I, I appreciate that you say that because I think you're right. And I think that there are these unreasonable expectations and, and you're right. They don't see the work that goes into it. Um, they don't see the behind the scenes. Right. They don't see the the pain, the, the you know, just the like a, the the work. And it's rewarding. Don't get me wrong, but it is work. And, it you know, I, my pastor, when we uh, went through premarital counseling, he asked us outside of Christ, what is the most important thing? needed in, in a successful marriage. And, you know, I felt my first one, you know, being a communications teacher was like communication. He's like, nah, he's a like, commitment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is important. Like that commitment, like there are times where Shavella's commitment to me and commitment to our marriage is what keeps her from like not kicking my head in. <laughs> you know? That is going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that going to jail. <laughs> no, because I know I can be a lot. I know I can be a lot. Listen, I know. Right. I know I can be a lot. Bella, you're a good woman, okay? <laughs> you're too pretty to go to prison. Too pretty to go to prison. Just remember that. <laughs> you look cute in a jumpsuit, though. But, but that's another conversation. That is not the point. You're not working, Mike. Mike see, is not working. See? See? <laughs> Well, you know what? My prayer is that, um, you know, really that we're able to kind of shine some light out there in, in, into the seriousness of marriage, not to not to keep people from getting married. But look, until those I do's are said, you know, all bets are off. Right. And because and, right. and when you enter into that, that covenant agreement, um, it's it's extremely important. So. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and take another break and then uh, we're going to talk about some house stuff. Let's do the break. <laughs> Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head -head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. So we have real estate guru, the queen of the houses. Oh, oh okay. Um, you know, she is, uh, look, Kim, I, I am always, the, so, so y'all know, I watch you from a distance and not in a creepy type of way, but just I just a great um social media presence. And I hope uh Kim you'll put it in the chat for us so that people can know where to follow you and stuff. But um she has a great social media presence, but really love what you're doing um with helping folk understand housing, uh real estate, like getting away from renting to buying right what does that look like 
Um, what does it mean to prepare for that and stuff like that? And so you've come on from time and time and kind of helped us with that. But um, want to give you an opportunity. There's there's two things that I, I want to do. You know, right now gas is costing like seven dollars a gallon. So you know, <laughs> the idea of um, saving up. You know, people are starting to look at. Wait a minute. You know, I, I wanted to save you know, for a house, but now all of a sudden it's looking like things may be changing. You know, I got a statement the other day for my 401k and it's like looking a little, looking a little scary right now because of um, the things that are going on overseas. So what are a couple of things that you would just say to those of us who are like, you know what, I still have my dreams set on buying that house, but I have some setbacks. Like what are some things that I can be doing? Just a couple of things real quick. What are some things you would say, you know, these are some things that you could probably start doing now that will kind of take away um, some of that that pain and still move you towards clo- getting closer to the way you want to be. Well, one of the things actually you just mentioned is saving. Uh, um, I know it is a little bit difficult um, right now. Trust me, the other day I filled up my little truck and it was $95. I was like, oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Only serious buyers here. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but saving, saving is very, very important, especially because the market that we're in, it's a seller's market. So right now, Sellers aren't giving up contributions. They don't have to give closing cost contributions in this market. You know, for those hot properties that just come on that look great, you know, and everybody wants them, you're going to have to come with cash, you know, in hand. I've had people waive appraisal contingencies, being willing to pay money um, over the asking price. So for you to be competitive in this market, you need to be cash heavy. And that's just the reality. So if you're doing an FHA loan, you're putting three and a half percent down conventional, you're putting 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, at, at, there are some 3% down conventional programs too. But in addition to that down payment, you also have closing costs. So you're looking at somewhere between 7 to 9% of the purchase price um, in order to even get into a house. So you really want to make sure that you have a good savings. People do borrow from their 401k sometimes. And you're right, right now, the the portfolios aren't looking great because the stocks are down. Um, you know the mutual funds, everything is is down. Um, but it will go back up. We know that the market is bare and bull. So it is going just like with the real estate market. Things it will eventually become a buyer's market. Um, but right now it's still a seller's market. So you have to have a good amount of savings or some you can pull from gift funds. You know from a relative. But right now. Um, you really have to be cash heavy, uh, you know, in this in this market. So, just to give you an example, if you're buying a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, it could cost you anywhere from twenty five thousand to thirty thousand dollars to get into that house by the time you put your down payment and your closing costs in. Um, there are a couple of things that you can do as alternatives. Sometimes, if you take a slightly higher rate, the lender may be able to issue you a credit to go towards your closing costs. But honestly, um, there are people out there. They're like, well, what about programs? The problem with the programs are some of the programs are great but if you want that house that is new and and has all the you know it's been fully renovated and brand new those houses have so much competition that people that are utilizing programs where their loan might have to get underwritten twice or it might be a longer closing date because they're getting grant funds from another source those contracts aren't getting accepted for those properties that have you know that are newly on the market people that want something like that are really need to look at homes that maybe have been on the market for 
you know, at least 30 days or, or more. Um, so I would say as you saving, saving, saving is very, very important. You need to be cash heavy to compete in the seller's market. Um, the other thing that you want to really work on is your credit um, mm -hmm. and, you know, making sure that you have a, a good credit score because, you know, if you have a 640 or better, you'll be able to get a, a loan. But if you can get your scores into the 700s, you're going to definitely have the best rates that are out there. And rates are still good. They are a little higher than they were last year, but they're still good. You know, so if you can get your credit score up, that would be ideal. And um, if you can reduce your debt, you really don't want to have debt over 43. Your debt to income ratio shouldn't be over 43%. Um, so if you can pay down some of your debt, that's also going to impact your credit scores. And it's also going to you know, help you get the best interest rates. So you're talking about that debt to income ratio here. And I know I know you're not the finance. Lender. Right, right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm careful with this, but yeah all this student loan talk right we got all this student loan people are are holding holding out hope that their student loan debt is going to be you know canceled and stuff like that is that is that playing a big part in people's uh debt to income ratio this uh the student debt yeah student debt does play a big part um i there are a lot of people that are hoping for that <laughs> um I don't see it happening, but you know, I don't know. It it, it may, um, you know, but it definitely does does play a part to answer answer your question. Uh -huh. um, but I, I really, I don't see that happening, uh, eliminating all of all of student debt. But uh -huh. prayerfully, I mean, prayerfully, it does. Um, there are uh -huh. some programs out there that can help you eliminate some of the debt uh -huh. um, if you qualify. But again. You know, um, people that are utilizing a lot of the programs, a lot of their contracts, unfortunately, aren't getting through mm -hmm. because they're competing against people that are cash heavy, you know, put more money down or can pay higher than the asking price. So when you're when you have, you know, I just listed a property yesterday and I've had 20 showings on the property right now. We have four offers in. I have another three that I'm expecting to come in, you know, and some of these people are paying cash, <laughs> you know, so so how are you going to compete? You know, if you are utilizing these programs, the programs may be good, but it's just the competition is so heavy depending upon the property. When when do you forecast? And I, I know we're not going to hold you to this, even though this is on the intranets now. <laughs> when do you when do you think or when it when it the scuttlebutt amongst the industry that is it called a bust of the bubble? Is like is it a bubble bust or it, when do you think that we may see where it'll kind of I don't want to say flip. But when when do you think that uh, how how much longer in this in this current environment do you think it's going to be? Unfortunately, without that magic crystal ball, it is it's really hard to say. I mean, a lot of people thought, hey, you know what? The market is definitely going to flip this year. You okay. know, um, they because rate the feds keep talking about increasing the rates and rates have gone up slightly, but the competition is still heavy because the inventory is still low. Mm. Now, depending upon what happens, you know, if we go to war, you know, there's some things that could happen that could create fear, um, yeah. you know, and slow things down. But um, as of right now, we're still in a seller's market. The inventory is still low. People are still, you know, going crazy um, over these properties and rates are still good. Um, so I don't, to answer that question, I really, really don't know. I do. It has slowed down some, but it's like, okay, instead of getting 25 offers, I'm getting 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's still a uh, strong competition.
So I got another question, and this is like house, like house related. This is not finance related. Okay. What would you consider to be some just some unrealistic expectations <laughs> that buyers have brought to you? Like, do you do you have any any stories about some unrealistic expectations that oh, folks kind of bring? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, every now and then you'll get that buyer that comes in and says, hey, you know, I want four bedrooms. I want a white picket fence. I want a pool. I want a dumb waiter. <laughs> I want, you know. Um, what? Wait a minute. Talk, talk about they want to actually have a person like in the house. Well, a dumb waiter is actually like an elevator in your house. I know. It's, I was being it, funny. Yeah. You know, but but I'm sure they would want probably a regular waiter, too. But it's kind of an elevator for food going up and down or groceries. Excuse me. I'm feeling a little bit of shade coming my way because those of you who do not know, Kim is my realtor and I I am the one am I your only client who's asked for a dumbwaiter? Absolutely. I, you know, I just think that makes me it, special. And you, you, are need, special. you are definitely special. And you need, we know you are special. And, and forward, th I'm a visionary. And so there oh, is that what it is? Is that what yes. you call it? I don't feel like that's unrealistic. I mean, there are houses that have dumbwaiters. Um, is that true? Like three in Maryland. <laughs> well, find them. They exist. Or they in places you don't want to live, Christy. No, actually, that's not true. I'll Oh, you 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 found something? I've done my own research. See, I've done I've done my due diligence. Uh -oh. We yes. just have to get the people who live there to move out. <laughs> Bless her heart, y'all. Bless her heart. I uh, want um heated heated bathroom floors. Me too. You know, I always like it when people have like a list of like twenty criteria, and then when you get to the part of oh. How much are you pre-approved for this, you know, mansion with, you know, a white picket fence and and, and the pool and the dumbwaiter? Oh, 150000 Oh. Oh, okay. And then this is, the, this is the part that I love. When they say, well, God told me that I was going to have all of these things. And I say, well, honey, that's your mansion in the sky. You're going to have to talk to me here on earth. Right now, God has used me to let you know that that, that is not that is not to here on earth, darling. That might be in the metaverse, but it is not in it is not here on this uh, this earth. Okay, so I'm telling you, y'all mark my words. I'm gonna find me a house. We'll be done with it. Or maybe we'll just have to build one. And yeah, the there you go. I was going to say, when you build it, it will be there. <laughs> I love it. I have, I have another question for after the break. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, Crystal, and then we're going to come back. <laughs> Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For Any Media, for anything, contact us so we can create. So, Kim, do you think that um, all these shows like, um, like Fixer Upper, um, Love It or List It, do those kind of have an impact on like, 
what people's expectations are for for houses that they're looking for and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do have clients that watch HGTV and these different shows and they have all these grand ideas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of it is possible. I have told a lot of clients, hey, look, you know what? Let's look for a fixer upper. We might have a little less competition with a fixer upper, mm -hmm. you know, and then what you can do is roll the cost of the repairs into your loan as long as there's enough room for what you qualify for. So I think when people are able to see the vision, some people can see the vision, you know, walking into the house, but other people need to see examples of what can be done. So mm -hmm. I do appreciate shows like that, you know, that show, hey, you know what? You can find a diamond in the rough, and guess what? You can build great equity by putting your own um, personality personality into it and utilizing a fixer-upper loan. So I do appreciate shows like that. Now, every now and then, though, I, I have a client who wants to be a contractor, and they're like, oh, well, you know, I was watching HGV and HGTV, and I think I can do this myself. And then I get a call, Kim, do you have a contractor that can um, help me? Because I done busted the pipe. And, I, <laughs> I done, and I'm like, okay, we'll see. That's why you need to stick with licensed, bonded, and insured people and not yourself, honey. Okay? <laughs> so, so, so it's inspiring in one sense, but some people don't need to put in their own sweat equity themselves. They need to hire professionals, you know, to do it so they're not calling me later to say kim what i what had happened was <laughs> you know so so yeah but Spo those are great shows spoiler alert everybody so those shows be careful because um i i, I know under good authority that most of those shows where they have like three choices and then they choose this one actually they go into the show with all that stuff worked out already yeah and they have like they already have the house on con like ready to go and so it's it just looks like they went through the process and they didn't. So just know that. Um, here's the other thing, because you talk about these fixer uppers and I love the open floor concept. Like, I love that. Yeah. So so much so that I'm just like, why didn't we have that before? Like, why? Like, I go to my parents' house now and I'm just like, why didn't they even think to do an open floor? Like, why? Why did they do it with all these walls and all that stuff? Like, what? what's about what's up with that? And how long do you think that is going to be the thing? Like. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I think back in the day, people were more traditional. You know, like people sat down at the dining room table and had dinners back in the day. So that's why you had a formal dining. Um, you know, people actually might have used their living room when they came, when guests came over. But as, you know, we've gotten older and millennials have come in, they're not trying to have formal dinners. They're trying to like, you know, it's like instant quick. They want to interact with people. You know, they don't want to have separate, you know, it used to be like your parents used to be like the living room was only the area where the adults could go, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, you always had to stay in the kitchen on your little table or the adults would be in the formal dining room. But now I, I think as millennials are, you know, the, the, the audience is getting younger and younger. People want the open concept and to feel more connected. Um, yeah. And they, they're not looking for formal dinners and formal dining. Um, so I, the open concept, I mean, if you, if you go into any model homes, that's what, that is what you're saying. I think it'll be around for a while because now people really aren't using their living rooms and their dining rooms anymore. So it becomes wasted space. So why not make a great family room, you know what I mean? And connect the dining area with that uh, living area um, and, and stop, you know, having all this wasted space that never gets used anymore. Um, Cause I can be, you know, I don't remember any, even myself, like 
when I was growing up, those spaces were utilized. But these days, people, you know, we're, we're, we just want to be all connected. We don't want to have separation. Um, and I, I think it'll be around for a while, actually. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I love the open concept, just that freedom to flow from one space mm -hmm. to the next. Uh, and you're right. I mean, to this day, we have our parents or people that we know who's we've been to their houses many times and we've never been in that room right. ever. Or you cannot right. sit on that couch. That's right. just for, that's just for the comp that's a company. Right. Girl, it's still got plastic on it. Right. <laughs> My back crystal. Nineteen seventy two girl. <laughs> yeah, but I um I, I love the open concept, open yeah. space. It, it's it's just it just feels so free. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. And inviting. It is. I agree. I agree. But I think if you if you talk with any of our elders, they would want a living room and a dining room. <laughs> you know, at a basement. They like the 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 separation to some degree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There was one there was one more question I had for you, um, Kim. What is um Let's see. What are the colors? Like, are there when people are asking for houses and stuff, like what are the common colors that people are asking for? Um, and, and the reason why I'm asking this is because I was talking to somebody else and they were saying that they noticed that we've gone away from like the earth tones to other. Like, is that is that even something that's trending now? Yeah, I mean, the, the colors that are on trend are like the grays, uh, whites, gray. I mean, you're seeing a lot of white kitchens um, and sometimes gray kitchens. You'll see the white with, you'll see the um, the brushed nickel um, uh, hardware or you'll see the gold with the white. But bright is in, bright kitchens is in gray on your walls, maybe a light, a lighter gray, um, not a real dark gray, but a light gray on the walls. Marble is in, uh, quartz is in, um, but everybody wants the bright, fresh feeling. So that mostly what's on trend, it's, it's more of the, the, the bright whites and, and the grays. Mm -hmm. And that's just because they like the idea of the, the happiness of the, the bright colors and the natural lighting and that sort of thing. I mean, it does tend to pair well with, with natural light, but you know, it's, it, these are trends, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it'll cycle out. It'll be something else, you know, maybe in another 10 years or so. Um, and you do still have some people, like a lot of people have been talking about mid-century moderns. And so they might incorporate a, some browns with the white, um, you know, so it, it is, uh, it's ever changing, but the white and the gray has really been on trend, I'd say for the last seven years. Let's go ahead and click a quick break and then we'll uh, wrap one up our time together. All right. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Wow. Well, Crystal, not Crystal, Kim, how can people, uh, how can people, I'm sorry, Kimberly, how can people reach you and okay. hit you up and, and find you? Uh, if they have any other questions or even those in Maryland who are looking for a real 
real what are you a realtor real estate agent what what, what, what do you classify yourself as I'm a real estate broker, um, but I also classify myself as a realtor um, because I'm a member of the National Association of Realtors. So that's how you technically become a realtor. You have to be a member of NAR for that. Um, but I am a real estate broker, which means that I own a brokerage um, and I do have some agents that are under me. But I do help people sell, um, buy and sell properties. My office is located in Pikesville, Maryland at 17 Old Court Road. Um, you can find me on Instagram at sold by Kim Fenoy um, or also on Facebook. Um, just type in Kim Fenoy. And so Kim or Kimberly works. But uh, when you're looking for me on Facebook, if you type in Kim Fenoy, it'll pull up my Facebook page. You can also find me on LinkedIn and Twitter and just type in Kim Fenoy. Awesome. 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 Thank you for joining us today. As, and I hope hopefully you'll come back. I'll make sure uh, we, I'll make sure we do a better job of making that happen. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's that. always it's great fun. having Kim part of the crew. It oh, is. Absolutely. You, absolutely. I'm going to get to work on your dumb waiter. Okay, Chris? I'm going to get to work on <laughs> That's all I ask. I, I want a smart Look, waiter. I'm breeze. A dumb waiter. <laughs> breeze, 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 breeze. <laughs> Shout out, to Randall, shout out to Randallstown High School, yes, Randallstown, Maryland. Uh, we're not going to tell you all the year. Y'all just going to have to do your own math and figure out. <laughs> we ain't talking about all that. But anyway, <laughs> it was awesome seeing you all. Crystal, thank you for joining as well. Christy, Kim, of course. Y'all, I wish you all the best that God has for you. Uh, I wish you many blessings. Uh, it sounds like things are heating up a little bit in the in our country weather-wise. And so uh, I know here I'm looking forward to enjoying uh, the next couple of days with the weather being spring-like. So I hope you can get out and get some fresh air, get some exercise, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Until we shall meet again, peace. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week. <laughs>